This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I know you might be looking at me now, Jenny, thinking, oh, have you been on holiday? But no, I've not. I've just done something today, which I've not done since my 20s. I don't know if you can guess what it is. I just thought you might have had a lot of sunshine down in London. No, not yet. is I do go on holiday late this week and, and everyone says oh you don't get to sunbathe when you have a baby so I thought right well I'm pasty as I've ever been in my life I'm gonna go yeah. for spray tan yeah um so I forget how dark it goes on it goes on dark doesn't it oh it's yeah I, you're glowing thank you thank you <laughs> doesn't it is, make you feel better though when you it, have a spray tan <laughs> It just, it really does. Mm. It really does. And I've not had one for, I haven't even bothered with fake tan for ages. And no. Especially when you're averaging like, you know, the amount of sleep we are, four hours a night or whatever. It, yeah, it's um, it's a game changer. So I might get, I mean, I stink, but you know, <laughs> I might get back in the old spray tan game because yeah, it does make a big difference. So if you're a weary, tired mum right now, just go and get a spray. Yeah, I, why the, not? The one time I've done is before when I went to my friend's wedding in Corfu last year. That's the one time I've done it since having bear, and yeah, it really made me feel good. Just a bit of self care. Yeah, and I had to say to her, I had to cover up my boobs because I was like, I can't do my boobs because I'm still breastfeeding and I don't <laughs> want Eden. Imagine, I do know someone, I think it was Kate Lawler actually said, didn't she? When she was breastfeeding, the beginning she just had a spray tan and it baby basically, uh, I'm sure it was Kate. I'm yeah. sorry if it wasn't Kate. Anyway. That's hilarious. There's your little warning. Uh, welcome to two new mums. Um, I've actually had quite a funny afternoon. Can I, just before I forget, I did something so ridiculous this afternoon and I almost felt bad about it I was coming out of Sainsbury's and Eden was fast asleep in the pram just did a lovely easy shop and you know there's always like people hanging out outside um supermarkets now and they're trying to see the charity people or they're trying to flog your windows and double glazing and stuff always something you just don't need so it's those windows guys and oh, I walked out and I was the only one around and I was like, oh no, he's locked in. And he went, oh, you look like a, a happy, friendly face to chat to. And I, Jenny, these words just came out of my mouth. I literally said these actual words. Sorry, I can't, my baby. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, just, finish, finish that sentence. I just said, sorry, I can't, my baby. And I walked <laughs> off and I actually started laughing to myself. I was like, you can't just say my baby. You've got to say your baby's asleep or your baby's got to get some. You can't just say, sorry, I can't, my baby. <laughs> and he's like, like y- 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 yeah. Is- 
Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought, wow, I don't know if you can just say, so that's my new thing now. If anyone, if there's something I don't want to do, I'm just going to say, sorry, I can't, my baby. Well, it worked, didn't it? You got away. It did work. I think he probably just thought, your baby's fast asleep, I can see her, but... <laughs> oh no, she wasn't even awake. No, she's fast asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I don't know how you got away with that one. Like, what are you, oh, you know? Man. And maybe I should say my baby needs feeding or my, ba-, you know, but no, yeah. just, that's our new thing. If you ever need to get out of a situation, just shout, sorry, I can't, my, my baby. baby. I love that. That's great. That's it. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. I also, I did something wild this afternoon. Yeah. I started as a TikTok. Oh. Is Mum Talk up and running? Mum Talk's up and running. So it's I'm really proud of myself that I'd remembered how to set one up because it was a while ago I did mine. But it's so it's please follow us because I think we've got four followers at the moment. Okay. So please follow us. This is a desperate play. Um it's it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be gripping, it's gonna be comical. Um it's and two I- new mums podcast, just like our Instagram, two new mums podcast. Um Mum Talk, come come be mums on TikTok with us. Sure. And I for one am delighted you've given us another job to do um I can't even use TikTok I've said to Jenny you've got to rule me out of this because I did try I wanted to do some funny videos and then I was like this is too complex for me I'll I'll stick to the gram you take over TikTok yeah we'll do that we'll do okay. that. that that'll be good okay so I, I think that's there's manageable. like one video on there at the moment but you know it, it's gonna pop sell it's it Jenny pop. sell it a bit better come on <laughs> It's one video. Go and dine out and have a lovely time with that one video. Are you ready to be entertained? (laughs) Hashtag mum tuck. Hashtag mums are us. I might just upload a video of me trying to work mum talk, TikTok. Um, Maybe that that will be my content. I'll be so sad. sad. (laughs) I will feel so sad for me. Um, Oh dear. Maybe I could get the video of... um, So something weird happened this morning. Eden woke up and decided, today, I'm just going to climb the entire staircase. Oh, the stairs. Uh, Jenny, she's, I mean, she's like shown a bit of an interest in the bottom step now and again, but not much. And she's yeah. like climbed up it once or twice, but then just like abandoned it. Yeah. And it's like this morning she looked at it and went, yeah, I'm ready. And she just went all the way to the top <laughs> in one go. And I thought, are you joking? So I got back down and filmed it and she did it again. I was like, cool. Well, that's that. It's um, it's really weird, isn't it, that they've got... I get why you said when they're walking and stuff that everything in them makes them want to walk. Yeah. But the urge to climb is wild. We thought it was because we'd named him Bear that he wanted to climb. But if Eden's doing it too, it must just be a weird thing that happens at one. The climbing well, of the stairs and the sofa and everything. Well, does Bear have access to your stairs? Because I've seen him at soft play. He's going to be up those before you know it. Oh, he is. He's he's oh, he up is. them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's, ours mm. are fairly steep, whereas at my mum's, not so much. So he shows off at mum's. He's oh. like, really? Oh, these are a doddle. You should see my stairs at home. Um, but... <sighs> It's a bit of a touchy subject because Christian was meant to get a stair gate, ended up getting a door gate, so then tried to convince me that it was better to put it on the door. And then when I really questioned, why are you putting it on the door? It doesn't make sense. Let's put it on the stairs. He then had to admit, oh, it's because I bought a door gate and not a stair gate. Oh, I see. God, so it's I a bit of a touchy was, subject. I didn't even know there was a difference. Apparently. Ah, oh, I bet that's what Kenny's done because oh, we've got one. He bought two, and there's one between the kitchen and the like lounge area, which yeah. we spend all our time. It's just easier, and um, that went straight up. And then he said for the other one, oh, we don't need it on the stairs for a while. And now I'm like, she's climbing the stairs, and it's not gone up. And he did oh. say to me, 
He didn't. Ad- he didn't admit that. He just said, "I'm not quite sure how it's going to go between the wall and the stairs, like the staircase, because it's a door a, gate. Because it's a door gate, Kenny. Oh, Plonkersville. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Plonkers. Okay, I sure. Maybe I... this would be a funny TikTok. Anyone yeah. else bought a door gate <laughs> instead of a stair gate? Hashtag Again, talk. amazing content, which yeah. we're all very much looking forward to. Uh... <laughs> Typical. God. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did that. Um, what else did I have to tell you? Oh my God, Jenny, two days running. She had a she had a nap in a cot. I'm 100 percent jinxing it now. She'll never do it again. This so is that's amazing. Two days in a row. What have you done with your time? Oh my God, uh, I panicked him initially. Like, get everything done. <laughs> yeah, you I do went, feel panicked. I went, yeah, I did. I went yeah. downstairs and had some cereal in the sunshine. Oh, nice. And just sat for a, three minutes. And then, um, I don't know, I'd, yeah, I was like frantic. Then I went and did my makeup on my own without her like getting annoyed with me at how long it takes. Yeah. Um, and straightened my hair. And then she woke up. <laughs> oh, you're so I mean, right though. because that was about 40 minutes, but... Mm. You, you don't rest. You don't, because you're no. just so worried that you're on Panic. borrowed time and they could wake at any moment. So actually, I think I'm more anxious when he's napping yes. than when he's awake. Totally <laughs> it's agree. so weird. Isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah, it was almost like get everything done, but with more pressure. It's like you're on a game <laughs> show or something. You're being timed. <laughs> I, I like make my food panicking yeah. and I eat it like I inhale yes. it. And then, and then I'll just sit for 20 minutes because I've done it all too quick <laughs> you're stressed and you're stressed about when they're about to wake yeah, yeah. and then you hear them and you're like oh my time's on oh, God. Oh. And then you have to go to the room like hi sunshine <laughs> yeah oh dear but um but no I'll take it I'll take those 40 mm. minutes where I get to or maybe longer that's really good that's great well, I've definitely jinxed it now because I've been smug two, two, no. two episodes on the trot but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Now, something I really do need to address with you, because you just sent me the funniest video of um, of Bear and... Was it Chewy or Dio? Chewy. <laughs> Chewy, like, licking him, basically. The really scraggly dog. Dio's, like, the really polished one, and Chewy's the scraggly one. The little scraggler. Um, yeah. It was the funniest video ever, and Bear does the little squeals, like, when they're laughing so much, they do, like, a little... <laughs> Yeah, they just it. lose control, don't they? Yeah, and Eden's like that, and it seems to be mostly just around the dog. Like, yeah. it's just the, the delight in their face when they see the dogs. I Does love Eden it. just, like, look at Peggy and laugh? Ah, oh, and, like, when she enters the room, yeah. she gets mad. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's so sweet. It's but, so um, sweet. Yeah, it's funny. But here's the thing I'm a bit worried about. Like, dog hygiene around your baby. I know they're a bit mm. older now, but earlier I picked Eden up and she was just sucking on something and I didn't notice for about two minutes. It was one of Peggy's dog chews. <laughs> and I was like, shit. And I took her upstairs and I scrubbed her teeth and I brushed her teeth and I was really worried because I don't know, like, what? <sighs> I know they put stuff in their mouth and it's going to happen, but, yeah. I mean, sucking on a dog chew is not good, is it? I know, I know. It's really hard. And, like, the reason I sent you the video is because... I, I knew if I posted it on like my Instagram, you'd see it, but I'm not sure I want to post that because although yeah. it's lovely and it will make people smile, I know a lot of people won't agree with the fact that Chewie's licking Bear's face. And yeah. I, I think it's very much a dog owner thing. Mm. We all say, because we love our dogs so much, we just go, well, their mouths are the cleanest bits on their body. Like we all say it, don't we? Mouths are self-cleaning. Um, Do we but... have not heard that one before? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I use it. I, use I regularly, it. I mean... 
Peggy's not the kind of dog to lick other dogs' dog shit. So, like, right. my, my mate's dog, I no joke, I saw it hoover up another dog turd and I was nearly physically sick in the street, right? Yeah, Peggy, Dio does that. Oh, okay. Peggy's not into that. So yeah. I, I feel some solace in that. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, like, they're a dog and... I don't know. I, know. I, I mean, know. she is a very clean dog, Peggy, and I've, I swear to God, I've only heard her fart twice in her life <laughs> in four years. Oh, I kid you not. Don't tell people. She doesn't <laughs> fart. Yeah, but twice, Jenny, in her entire life. The fart fairy comes. Don't out her as a farter. Yeah, but, no, but twice. That's still crazy. <laughs> so I just think she is a clean, lovely lady-like dog. Yeah. But I feel like if you're okay with it, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, I it's like everything with parenting. It's choices, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Should we be more concerned? I feel like we'll get an influx. Our inbox will be full of like, oh, the germs and... And I know, but... I don't I, know. I still swear that snot play is more dangerous. Yeah. Potentially. I mean, you know, the fact that... Did I tell you the other day when... I posted an Instagram story of Eden in my mum's garden and she's got these amazing um, euphorbia plants. They're like really big, cool. I don't know if you know euphorbia, but... Mm. And Eden was sniffing them and I hadn't... My inbox was full of people going, they're poisonous! And even my mum didn't know. Oh, um, But it oh turns out, well, they're... It's the sap that's poisonous. So the sap would have to drip and then for her to eat the sap, but like they can get, you know... It could right. give them allergies and it's like foxgloves and things like that. There's loads of plants that are poisonous. I mean... Oh, what? Yeah, I mean, seriously, they should give you a list of stuff when you leave the hospital, shouldn't they? Oh, gosh. I know. Wow. So, I mean, this is it. Where do you draw the line? It's frightening, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm really livid I spent so many years as a girl guide and I don't know that. <laughs> I really feel like they failed me. What did we learn? Hopscotch? No. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't go, to be fair. I left after brownies. was bored out of my mind, but... <laughs> <laughs> what I was I'm, I'm not knocking them Just I got kicked out of mine so you oh, know you're try and take me <laughs> you're one of those kids were you drinking diamond white at the back yeah probably no do you know what I did I, I took I took um, hide and seek too far and I got a really good hiding place and they couldn't find me oh <laughs> What, in like Derbyshire or something? You're like, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Off to the peaks. And they were really panicking for a long while and I was just hiding like, <laughs> they're never going to get me. And uh, yeah, then they said they asked me not to come back. Cause... Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah, I hadn't thought. Are they still going, Girl Guides? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I'm glad we've cleared that up. <laughs> Look forward to our inbox. Um, being full of uh, yeah. of of that, but anyway, um, look, we we are going to do because um, by the time this goes out, Eden will almost be one. Bear was, was one like two months ago. We forget the mo- <laughs> <laughs> we forget that there was such you know considering our due dates were two days apart. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? And Eden was meant to be first. Well, you know, Eden was due on the eighth of April, and e- um, Bear was due on the tenth. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it ended up being, what was Pear? 31st of March. <laughs> and Eden was the 23rd of April. So if you are sitting pregnant right now, don't, yeah. Yeah. This t- In fact, this time last year, I was nearly two weeks overdue. So, Gosh, um, wow. You yeah. did so well with that. I didn't have a choice, Jenny. No. <laughs> That's true. I love it's it. Not easy. I love it when people say I did well, like it was like an optional thing. I mean, I did f- paint a um, garden shed. And get quite a lot done in that time. But it's anyway, ridiculous. yeah, I it had to pass the time. Anyway, yeah. 
all that time I had on my hands. No panic eating cereal then. Um, <laughs> but seeing as the babies are both warm, we thought it would be a good time to do a bit of a, a bit of a one year debrief. And um, we thought the best way to do that would be a bit of a Q&A. You ask us anything on Instagram, which you did. We've had some cracking questions. So we're going to tuck into them. And we decided, like, I just basically copied and pasted them. We've not had time to think about them um, because we thought it would be good and sort of raw to go straight in. And, you know, also, who's got time for that? We haven't got time to prep anything. <laughs> yeah, we thought this would be really, like, inspiring. Like, oh, we're just going to go in. Yeah. Not looking. This is going to be authentic and real reactions. Truth is, we've had no time to look over the questions. No. But that, it means you will get the most honest response. And then, you That's know, right. two hours later, we'll think of better answers to these questions. Oh, I sure. hate it when that happens. Yeah. Like you, anyone that's ever done a job interview, you walk oh. away thinking of so many. But be- it's like when you're in a fight with someone, not a physical fight, fight. Like an, an right. argument. Come on, let's turn dark. And, you, and then you have a shower the next day. You think, oh, I should have said that. That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, this will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> One year Q&A coming next. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so I'm going straight in with the question that came up a few times. So we'll just get it out of the way at the start. Liz and many others, any siblings on the horizon? I'll hand over to you, Jenny, first. So tough to say for me at this point. Firstly, I don't know if we'd be able to because I think Bear was um, a a real blessing. Um, So who knows if we'd even have the option of another. Okay, but say Um, you do. Let's go in with the options on the table. Someone says to you right now, you're going to have a, you'll have a great pregnancy, no issues. Do you want another baby? (sighs) Yeah, Sorry, I'm really putting you under pressure now. I don't know yeah, because for it's... me, all those factors weigh in, which is why I'm not sure. No, that's so good. No, that's good though. No, that's good. Fair enough. I, f- I feel like yes, I would love Bear to have a sibling because I'm so close to my brother, um, but I also have spoke to a lot of uh, people that were only childs, and they've said that it didn't affect them. It made them more sociable because they chatted. They they went and made friends. You know, like on holiday, they had to go and make friends. Yeah, and um, so I really. I really feel either way it's fine um and do you know what I wish I could just decide and make peace with it even knowing that one might be coming in the future or that I'm never going to go again and if I could just make peace with that I think I'd be so chill but I just Jamie I just don't know at this point do you know what and that's okay you don't have to know and I think this is why this question is because sometimes I'm like oh and I panic about what why you don't have to make any decision and actually when I reposted this question on our Instagram I had a couple of people messaging me going, why are you being asked this question? You won't know at this point. And that's my actual question is, should I know at this point? Should I know if I want another? Like if you've got four kids, did you know immediately you wanted another? So because I'm in the position where I am older, I'm 40 now. So I don't have much time to think about it. But you know what? I'm not being pressured into it right now. 
quite frankly, the thought of another baby right now, horrific. Absolutely not. Purely mm. because I'm still getting through the day with one. Like, yeah. yeah. The thought of, do you know little things like leaving the house? When I leave the house, I strap Eden in for a dog walk. I get Peggy on a lead. I, I, have I got my poo bags? Have I got my... Like the yeah. thought of another... It's like absolutely unimaginable, to be quite yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I adore Eden and I love being a mum. And I've, you know, as hard as it's been, it's been the best thing ever. But the thought of doing it again is mind blowing right now. So I'm not, I'm taking, I'm not even thinking about it. I mean, I do, but I'm not, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And I'm sort of, if I get to a point where I do think I want more, I'll be putting it down to fate, probably because of my age. So yeah, I think that that's my only thing is do, do people know at this point? And I think the answer is yes and no. Like my mate who's got two kids now. She said there was no way she even considered a sex. She had a really tough birth that mm-hmm. really scarred her a bit. She said she wouldn't even consider it. In fact, she was adamant she wouldn't have another one until her kid was about two and a half, three. And yeah. then suddenly it was like, well, it would be more manageable now. So, you know, whereas there's other people, I've got friends in my antenatal class who are thinking about cracking on soon. So it's yeah. so different for everyone. Like you say, there's so many things to consider. So it's just... I'd love to just say yes or no, but it's just not that straightforward. At the moment, I'll give you a no, but... um, Yeah, it's like the amount you love them is what makes it hard because that works both ways. You can say, I'm just going to have this one because I've got it so good with this one that I I just don't want anything to ever change it and it's beautiful and it's a blessing to have one and that's great. But then also you think... because this is so great, do I want to double that? And so that makes it really hard. Mm. It's And it's like you said with your friend having like the traumatic birth. That's why all those factors weigh in for me because I mean, having had preeclampsia, they say you're very likely to have it again if you go again. So the good thing is I'd be monitored from the moment I got pregnant, but that terrifies me because I was really, really, really poorly. Yeah, and then you've got a little baby toddler to look after Yes, while you're pregnant. I mean- And also I Christian and I- um, are looking into having a genetics test because um, with bears having a cleft lip, there could be other stuff there that could be, um, we might want to explore before we have another baby. There's all that. So it really is never black and white. Yeah. Um, there's so much to think about and so much to discuss. And I mean, I didn't, I couldn't even plan the first one, Amy. Yeah. Bear was a wonderful, wonderful surprise. So planning a second with a first feels crazy it yeah. does feel crazy i'd love to I'd, liz i'd love to go i'm pregnant but <laughs> yeah. no yeah uh, so yeah it's just not a very straightforward uh answer i suppose so there we go so we'll move on uh, um, <laughs> safi says looking back now what do you wish you hadn't worried about <laughs> everything do you know what i would say to this i think i wish i'd probably maybe worried a bit more <laughs> i think that's well because i don't think i, I didn't worry about the things I probably should have done, like, <laughs> you know, going on holiday without cowpole or, right. you know, how you actually raise a child. Because I've sort of gone in blind, which is okay. Yeah. I think that's because that's how you figure it out. But I've also had to really learn quickly on the job. Well, everyone has to learn quickly on the job. Yeah, nothing. What's the point in worrying about anything? Yeah, that this is it. I think 
I definitely, because I'm not someone that reads books. I have a very weak attention span. And I remember as it was getting closer to my due date, I was really panicking, thinking, I haven't read anything. And you just learn on the job. We've got Google. You have the most wild Google searches, don't you, in your yeah. first few months. And anything you need to know, you've probably got people around you that have been through it, or you've got Google. So don't worry about being an expert before it all happens because no one is an expert because there's no right and wrong actually and also I also think you can know too much sometimes but what were you can you remember what you were worried about I'm trying to think for me I think for me the only thing I really focused on because I just had no idea with the baby I think was probably the birth because that's very natural to be concerned about how that's going to go but even that I wasn't too worried because I thought well your worst case they'll get they'll get it out for me do you know what I mean like I I think yeah see I didn't worry about the birth because I kind of knew it would be out of my control and I felt as long as I knew enough about that that I was prepared to make an informed decision whatever happened so with that I actually felt good and was glad I knew a bit. But I think for me, I mean, obviously we had the special thing about his cleft lip. And if you, I mean, cleft babies are now a lot more common. It was one in 700 when I had Bear. It's now one in 600. And I get a lot of messages from people who have just had the 20-week diagnosis of a cleft baby. What I'll say if you get anything like that or any um, anomaly that can happen at the 20-week scan is you're going to worry so much. But don't, because when the baby arrives regardless that's your baby and it's a privilege to raise whatever um your baby um is born with Mm. and i really think i've spoken to a friend of mine recently who um her baby had down syndrome and they didn't know until her baby was born and they're just like well it's an honor to raise this our baby like so i think you will always worry about those extra factors of course that's human nature and it's the unknown so it's going to be scary and mine was very small in comparison it was a cleft lip but it I made it such a big thing in my head and really it's still just your child and it's still the same journey it's and every journey is going to have ups and downs regardless so try not to uh, maybe like victimize yourself feel sorry for yourself it's all just still a brilliant amazing journey I think that's definitely something I'd take away with the worry stuff yeah that's good and I don't I think as well because you just don't know how it's going to go and it can be so different for everyone you have this shared collective experience but at the same time so different if that makes sense so Mm. you don't there's no point worrying about anything because you don't know what's going to be an issue you know you don't or it might not be an issue at all so there's just no point the things that I've had biggest that have been a biggest challenge really actually aren't anything to do with Eden in fact they're not it's all to do with the external factors of you know managing going back to work or finding childcare, mm. which are things that are you know they are important but actually your kids health is the most important thing so there's just no point and um there's a lot of resources now and a lot of people to help you so try not to just try not to worry and just it's annoying when people say just enjoy it because of course you're gonna <laughs> you won't be human if you weren't worrying about it like it will yeah be, so don't also don't worry about the fact that you are worrying god we're getting in a bit of a should have just left it on your bit Jenny but yeah it's it's so true because I think I've said this before they really I've never experienced anything other than before Bear that forced me to live in the moment like Bear does and when you're living in the moment you're not living in the future where the worries fall so actually when you're around your baby the worries 
aren't really there for me they're there when he goes to bed and I can relax and then the worries come in mm. and I start going oh my gosh did I do this was this okay was this okay but actually in the moment with your kid they kind of take it away because you're just so focused on the now yeah um Beck says Amy did you ever get Eden in a cot if so <laughs> can you share how I did um yeah I did and I think um this is one of those things that I, I don't know like because I had her next to me in the little cot, the, uh, what do you call them? Snooze pod for ages. And I just thought, oh, I'll co-sleep for a while. Obviously, that, And then I realised actually that's not working as well for both of us because she moved so much. Anyway, I did get her in the cot. How did I do it? I basically, I don't think, she, I think she was about eight months. Um, I kept putting her in the cot in the daytime, like when I was, because it's half, I use her nursery as my, like to get dressed in and do my makeup I put her in there in the day so she got used to it and um like yeah I just put her in there quite a lot to the point you know so she's becomes familiar with it um put an item of clothing that smells like you in it yeah I love that um one. yeah you reminded me of that the other night when I was struggling and that's it works straight away great um the things people tell you you do them because you think oh that just won't work for my baby and, and sometimes it, it take can take persevering yeah. but it does and I think that's it, it's perseverance like I would give up very easily and I think the thing the great thing with breastfeeding is that it, you can settle your baby so immediately I find look I don't I don't know any other way so I don't know how it works with a bottle but because I've barely attempted it um mm. but you know that would always be my go-to but when I was trying to move away from that bit and get her down in the cot it turns out when I tried other things they did work so yeah getting her used to the cot in the day and then at night I still feed her to sleep on me a lot because it's just so easy and then I transfer her into the cot but there have been nights where you know then she's woken up and then I just I'll go out the room for like literally 10 seconds let her cry go back in put her down and just keep doing that you just it, yeah. you just got to persevere and it's not letting her cry out you go in you comfort her you mm -hmm. lie her back down there's a lot about this on our sleep episode um with Rosie go and have a listen back to that but it is like just persevering and it can be just it can be draining it but then suddenly boom it'll happen and I just mm -hmm. didn't think it would with Eden and Actually, do you remember when I attempted the first night? She went down the first night yeah. straight away and it was quite remarkable. But that's because I'd been putting her there in the day, just hanging out. Yeah. So um, that's my tip. I mean, Jenny, you've been doing it way longer than me. So you probably, I don't know, how did you first, or did you put Bear straight in there? I can't remember. When he went to his big cot or the next to me? Oh yeah, the big cot. No, yeah. When was that? About six months? I can't remember. We did it bang on six months. Yeah. And it was because we'd been away and he'd slept in his travel cot fine. We thought, okay, so he's not super attached to the next to me. Um, but he had slept in his next to me absolutely fine since being born. I know we were very lucky. Um, he is a good sleeper. He's been kind to us. But when we put him in his own cot, there was, I think, four or five nights in a row where he woke every 20 minutes. And it was, you know, when you're on like the third night, mm. you think it's going to be forever, don't you? It's so consuming. You, you just like, this is my life now. This is forever. And I remember asking someone who works in sleep what I should do. And they said, put him back in the next to me. He clearly doesn't like his bed. And I thought, well, that's just going to prolong this is going to happen the next time we move him when he's bigger and harder to lift up and comfort. So like you said, Amy, we just persevered. Um, and I think perseverance and consistency 
yeah. is what's going to help you. And it doesn't last forever. For us, it was five very long nights where we were losing our sanity. But then when they do it, you go, yes. Oh, yeah, it's and quite the something. feeling, it's like mm. nothing good comes easy. And you can't have that amazing feeling without those lows. So when you're in the pits of it, just think it's coming and know that it's coming because it is. Yeah. They're, they're, they're humans. They have to eventually sleep. So um it's about rationalizing that but yeah like you say persistency and consistency i think are the two words i say over and over in my head yeah um tally says this is a great question i can't picture being a mum but also feel like i want to do it does it become natural it scares me oh it's so normal that's so normal yeah i i couldn't picture it well the only way i could picture it a bit is because I had a dog and I was like well I like mothering my dog and I treat my dog like my baby so I, I figure I'm gonna have the same sort of experience in that respect and obviously it's rather different to a dog but yeah I, I look I, I don't know if it becomes if it feels natural immediately to everyone but I've never met a mum who you know sometimes I think that those first few months can knock anyone for six so um I think you just have to know that yeah it it I think it does, doesn't it? You just mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, for me, it was an absolute immediate, I just want to look after this tiny little precious baby and I couldn't let her out of my sight, uh, you know, and I think, yeah, it, it does come to you. And you can't, I remember lying in bed, like nine months pregnant, seeing those tiny little, um, those tiny little baby grows and thinking, I cannot believe there's going to be a little human here. Yeah. And you can't get your head around it, but you're not meant to. Like it is, yeah, it is mind blowing. But like I said the other day, I think it is harder, but better than I ever imagined. And I think, um, I, yeah, I, 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 it's hard, isn't it? When someone says, oh, I don't know whether to have a baby, I'm on the fence because it's such a personal thing. But yeah, oh, I don't know. What would you say? I definitely relate to this question. Um, I could never picture myself being a mum either. And I never saw it in my life ever uh, but I I'm, thank my angels every day that it happened because it was for me just instinctive and like you say the second he was born that feeling when he was put on me if I could live that every day my gosh it, I can't explain the feeling and ever since it's just gotten bigger and bigger but saying that I know lots of people who had always seen themselves as a mum and then when their baby had arrived they almost didn't have that instant connection and they were happy and grateful but sometimes that instant connection isn't there and Mm. sometimes those instant feelings of happiness and joy that you think should be there aren't there and that's okay too because we live in a world now where there's so much great help for all that Uh, but I think overall it's your child that you've had and is a part of you and there's it's almost primitive isn't it yeah it's just there you will you you'll you'll have it It, it, you know it's you've got this it's amazing and overwhelming and sometimes I'm like I can't handle how much I love her and I'm gonna just worry about her every day for the rest of my life because you just want them to be permanently happy and okay and yeah that's quite something but I I don't I don't think there's a way you can avoid that feeling (laughs) in a good way that's how you you know so yeah but if you're having a day where you're not super happy and grateful or if instantly that's not what happens that's also fine yes yeah yeah um zara says are you still breastfeeding um yes and i wanted to say something about this because it it dawned on me a few days ago i am and it's and people are like oh wow you know well done a a year you know she's a year old now but to be honest i don't know anything else so i don't really (laughs) know what i'm meant to be doing at this point and it's so interesting because i shared this question on instagram and 
Another Amy got back to me saying, I would love you to talk about this. I only expected to nurse for three months, but couldn't get my baby to take uh, the bottle. So now my baby's 13 months and I've no idea what I'm meant to be doing at this stage. Same. Uh, Just (laughs) assume they'd stop on their own, but not sure that's happening. Um, and now it's a bit orcs. First people judge you on breast is best and then you battle through the shredded <laughs> nipple war and then it's, oh, you're not still breastfeeding, are you? It's all personal, but I'm struggling to find info at this stage. I'd love to hear your takes. I'm exactly the same. I don't know anything else and I don't know what I'm meant to do at this point. Um, wow. But also what I would like to say is when you first start breastfeeding, I was I was lucky in that it was it was easy for me. She was straight on and that was it. And, and, and I know it's not always like that. And, and if it's not, like that for you immediately I would say persevere because for a start those first few months I couldn't believe how much she fed I mean it was insane it was every it was like every hour and I couldn't believe it and I just thought and I remember feeling for quite a few months sort of a bit of resentment and upset that um you know I've discussed this before with you like with a bottle um you can obviously share the load with your other half if you're not breastfeeding Mm -hmm. And you can go out and do things. And I did feel housebound and that kind of stuff. But this is what I wanted to add. It changes so quickly. You know, now she feeds a couple of times a day. I just don't really think about it. Um, And I think she'll probably be off it fairly soon. And me and Jenny were even discussing cow's milk yesterday. And she can move on to that now. And it just goes so quickly. I can't tell you. So if you're in the midst of the breastfeeding bit at the beginning, which is hardcore, um... And you're thinking, I can't do this anymore. But you sort of don't want to stop. Because the only reason I ever wanted to stop was for my own reasons, to be honest. Yeah. Because I just found it really, I I felt housebound. And I just felt like, yeah, it was so demanding. But I just say stick with it because it just, it changes so quickly. And now I can go out and I can leave her and all that kind of stuff. So that I just wanted to get that out there because it only Mm. dawned on me the other day that I do it so infrequently. Yeah. Someone at the door. Come in. I've got to take a baby now, so it might oh. this might get a little bit noisy. <laughs> Hello, you've got to come and sit with mummy for a bit. Oh my Hi gosh. Here. Listen to that. Yeah, see you in a bit. My child has run out of time, but we've only got a few questions, so we'll be okay. We'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Um sorry, Jenny. No, that's fine. Yeah, a friend of mine, she's just had a baby and um, went opted straight for breastfeeding. And I think the first few days found it quite hard. And I've been, you know, checking in every day. And she's now home and a couple of days in. And she's like, it's my milk's come in now and it's starting to get better and it's starting to get easier. And I think it's another roller coaster to ride, isn't it? I'm not speaking from experience. I never got the choice, which is a shame. But then obviously there was a lot of benefits to bottle feeding in terms of like sharing, like you say. Um, but yeah, I've I've seen her just in like the first few days go on this roller coaster and now she's like really glad she persevered with it. Yeah, I think that's it. And it's just whatever works for you, but it's just, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's insane at first. Um, yeah. I love this question. Ali says, have you guys had a favorite age so far? Which One. Is- yeah, but do you know what's funny is I realised, I remember on a, when she was like six months and eight months, I was like, this is the best age so far. And the nicest, That's true. And the nicest thing was, I remember saying that to someone who had an older kid and they were like, what's lovely about this stage now is that it just gets better each mm. month, I think. But I think we both said recently one is so funny because mm. one, I feel, I feel like I've got my body back, like feeling a bit like it used to, mm. like I'm breastfeeding less, so that's not really a big part of our day anymore um 
she can eat places like i don't know it's just things are a bit easier and they're just funny at this mm. age and um yeah one is a cute age as well one is so great but you're right looking back they've all been great like the the very first newborn phase was so nice i loved yeah. the cuddles and yeah the just the bubble and staying at home they stayed in in one spot they stayed where they were they didn't just run off yeah like that was great too but maybe because that's so fresh we're done with that now and it's nice to be doing something different maybe in like a year we'll want the newborn phase again i don't know yeah but every step is different and that's so exciting and also great if you're in a tough phase because it changes rapidly doesn't it yeah that's it um yeah, it's so bizarre. And that leads quite nicely onto Katie's question that says, um, what are you most excited for going forward now you're at the year mark? Because the funny thing is with that is sometimes don't you feel like you're, you're waiting till they're two because then they can do X, Y and Z or you're waiting till they're 15 because then you don't have to, you know, wipe the bum or whatever. But I think the reality <laughs> is, is you have sort of got to be a bit like enjoying the moment you're in because it's so quick and this year has gone so obscenely fast. But um, yeah. I'm just thinking going forward... What am I looking forward to? Um, oh, I, when, I think when she talks. Yeah. That, oh, gosh. Yeah. That's going to be amazing, I hope. If she got there a good was chat. A, there was a moment where he, he knows Dada and he knows who Dada is and he pulled Christian into him the other day and held his face and went, Dada, in his ear. And I'm oh like, my God. come on, when's my one of that? Oh, um, I think I'm really excited for doing stuff we said one is a really great age but the thing is with one I'm now at the point where if I do something for me like go on a walk with him in his pram or go around the shops with him in his pram I I now feel guilty because I know he's like more into the world around him and he likes to be on his feet running around and so I, I can't I'm not comfortable doing that with him anymore but then he's not quite ready for the bigger soft plays or um rides at theme parks or that sort of thing so he's kind of at an in-between so me and christian were both saying we can't wait till he can like go on a roller coaster or oh, do you know do what i'm looking stuff. forward to riding a bike with them oh that's nice and, and sitting down uh, do you know what i'm really looking forward to sitting down on a sofa cuddling up and watching a film and watching like disney yeah. fit like the lion king or something i don't know when they sit and concentrate on a film but i'm so looking forward to that oh my, my film that i cannot wait for is toy story when oh. i hear that you've got a friend in me and he's sat cuddling me i'm just gonna That's, melt oh my god i can't wait oh that is amazing yeah i'm glad you asked that because now i'm looking forward to those but um, oh and just watching their personality develop i just yes. you look at them don't you and you just think what are you gonna be who are you gonna impact yeah like are you, who are you gonna be kind to and what are you gonna really care about and what's gonna be your passion yeah. because i really believe I'm, I'm not bothered if he's smart or anything like that or book smart or any of that stuff for me. That's not really my world at all. He might be, which would be a miracle. No, but I don't want but... a thicko. I don't want like a... Um, <laughs> I don't care if they're book smart, but I want some common sense. That will that will irritate me. Bright. Just bright and and just yeah, kind. Just, no, and just happy. You just want them. Happy, like, yeah. So, the lovely thing about this age is they're so giggly. And yes. um, I think you always just want them to be like that. It will be. It must be devastating when they become teenagers and they get moody. Because I'm like, no, I don't want you to feel any yeah. sadness ever in your life. You know, oh. you, you laugh when you see the dog. You laugh when I look at you. Like, you just don't want that to change, do you? So that would be, um, yeah, yeah, clinging onto that for as long as possible. Yeah, you're so right with that. Or if anyone upsets them. Oh, hoo, hoo. 
Good luck. Yeah. Um, Sam says favorite moments of the year. Ooh, trouserless soft play probably. Trouserless soft play. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was actually. Do you know what his birthday? She's laughing at that. <laughs> Are you Eden. laughing at soft play? Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Her laugh is... Oh, gosh. She laughs. She just laughs when... <laughs> <laughs> you, laugh, you laugh when mum laughs, don't you? Oh, oh gosh. That See, is I think that's my favourite moment of the year. Eden on cue on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I think his birthday weekend was really special we just did like a snot play and some family stuff nothing not the party that was the week before that was that was awesome too but just yeah just thinking just looking back and feeling proud of bear and proud of ourselves and just thinking can it get any better than this that was a real moment i think on his birthday weekend yeah i just think for me the moments really are like when she's curled up on peggy or when I've seen her like walking around the garden with her dad and you yeah. know, and him just I think seeing him with her being absolutely mm-hmm. besotted when I had to actually persuade him to have a baby because he wasn't sure Aww. if he was up for it and seeing their relationship and she's obsessed with him. She's a daddy's girl, hundred percent. But I don't mind. I'm actually really quite glad because she adores him and seeing yeah. that has been um Oh, it's just, it's inexplicable. It's just, uh, yeah. You have moments where you're like, God, I feel like I'm in a really cheesy film. Um, yeah. And you're being that person just staring at them longingly. And I'm like, oh God, cheese on toast. Play the music. But <laughs> you, can't, well, you can't, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, oh. oh, it's so good. Okay, well, we're getting a bit cheesy. Well, let, let's end on this one from Monkey Nugget. Lovely. <laughs> that was our Instagram name. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Monkey <laughs> Monkey Nugget <laughs> Monkey Nugget says, What is the one thing in motherhood nobody prepared you for talks about? Oh probably all of it. You can't right. I just don't think you can prepare for it in any for for the good and the bad, really. But I think that's the for me that it's the good bits that it was Rob Delaney, um, I once heard, the comedian, who obviously went through such a difficult time. He lost one of his children and he was talking about having um, babies. That's not funny, Eden. Oh, my God. Um, he said, um, he said, you know, pe- people, you can prepare yourself for the tiredness and the hard bits because you've been tired and through hard bits before, but no one prepares you for the good stuff because it's like nothing you've ever experienced. And it's so true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. A lot of people fixate. We said in our early episodes, you'll hear us livid with the amount of people that said, oh, get ready to never sleep. And I think what they, you're not prepared for is that actually, for some reason, you can go on less sleep than you need. Yes. So it's stuff like that. It's like, and I think in answer to the earlier question about um, maybe not f- feeling maternal, everything just changes where your priorities shift and you don't require the stuff you did before your ego diminishes which i've really enjoyed as as two people like you and amy um you and i amy we work in radio and our jobs are quite um quite self-indulgent really the ego diminishes completely nothing's going to diminish your ego more than having someone shit on you 
and that happens daily and it and that's okay this is the thing all the things that parents moan about with one another that I heard as not being a parent which made me think well that sounds awful why would I want to do that the thing is when it's yours and when it's happening we're moaning about it because it's a shared experience and it's good to talk and it's cathartic but actually it's not a moan weirdly it isn't a moan weirdly it's a celebration that they shat on us we're actually happy that happened yeah Yeah. it's because their bowels are working and you fed them like it's so bizarre and I think that's what you're not prepared for is even the negative is okay yeah and actually the reality is you share a lot of the negative because it's funnier than and sitting here being all smug about yes! oh my babies if everyone just went oh my god it's so wonderful i just feel magical all the time everyone would be like shut up but yeah. i mean i would say eden's just grabbing the um just before we go the one thing i wasn't prepared for actually if i'm being completely honest is the childcare situation um <laughs> Well, for, for a start, <laughs> one for, for, for the fact that um, I can't get anyone, but also that, um, yeah, that can make a really big difference. But also, okay, this child is just, to, are you taking the piss out of me? <laughs> she is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, so think, lovely. I just think you can't really prepare for, for much of it. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think that, and also just the sort of overwhelming sense of, I just want to be with them all day, every day. I don't think I realised it would be that sort of um, intense. But like you say, it it is a good thing, you know. And there's all sorts of little things along the way that you could be really annoyed about. Like, I don't know, people don't take... that Your body doesn't... My body didn't feel like mine for, you know, a good eight, nine months. Um, But all that stuff passes. But maybe people should be a bit... I think people are being a lot more open about things now. Um, yes yeah it's like my body's still not where it was and I don't care and I thought I would I thought I'd care a lot I don't my rib cage is still wide open I can't get the thing to shut and I don't care because it just doesn't matter and that's a lovely thing to let go of a lot of that stuff that was insignificant that maybe used to be a big thing in my life yeah I, I like um do you know what? I may sweat a lot more than I used to sweat, but I definitely do not sweat the small stuff now because I ain't got time for it. So, so true. <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's quite freeing, actually. Although there's a lot more to sweat about, it, I still feel like a bit freer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, I think that's a good roundup of a year. And also, you know, there's a child on me uh, <laughs> laughing. Oh, dear. No, don't turn. Do you laughing again? What should we laugh at? Uh, mummy spray tan. <laughs> Monkey nugget. Monkey what was nugget. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she loves that. <laughs> she loves monkey nugget. Um, but listen, thank you for your questions. Well, maybe we should do some on. Um, or maybe we do them on Mum Talk or something. But oh, let's not overpromise anything, for goodness' sake. But, please um, go and follow us, please. If you, yeah. Don't, don't let us have four followers but if you do ever have any questions as always get in touch on Instagram two new mums podcast or mum talk two new yeah. mums podcast on there as well monkey yes. nugget monkey nugget oh no it's lost its effect it's time for me to go <laughs> oh there we go end on a laugh come on monkey nugget <laughs> there we go <laughs> we should get you on some ads or something Hi. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.